first of all, um, I want to wish everybody a good Chaydish, a Gebenshta Chaydish. And you see the pictures on the wall, as many of you have been to my home, you've seen many of the pictures. And um, there's one picture here, which this is a picture of myself together with Rev. Moshe Sternberg Schlitter, Shabigazutenstark. And just now, I just came from Meirev in the local Stiebel, and within the next uh, half hour, there's going to be a Tehillim, Rav Moshe is not well, and he's one of the Zikne Hador, one of the Gedole Hador, and um, we're all davening for him, Moshe Ben Devaira, that he should have Rafur Shalema, he's weak, he's in the hospital. I myself saw him two weeks ago, I was in the house, I went to daven early in the morning in his house, he was shvach, but he was writing his prolific, prolific, in his uh, outpour of Torah, really, he's just really one of the great, great gedolim that we have, a great posik and a great tzaddik, and we really have to daven. Moshe ben Devar, so our shmuz tonight should be the refuasai and the yeshuasai, and for our refuas and our yeshuas. And, um, you know, just to, to speak a little bit about Rav Moshe, it should be the schus of him, you know, as a young boy, he was, a, he was considered a child tragedy in uh, England, and um, eventually he came to Eretz Yisrael, and uh, he was close to the Briskarov, and he was close to all the Gedolim, Satmarebbe, his famous swarm that he put out at a very young age, and everyone was, you know, can't, couldn't get over it, you know, the the Maidim the, Azmanim, the which till today it's one of the classic works, and he continues to pour out, and... Um, Hashem should watch over him because we need him. And I said in a little message that I sent out to Neri Yaakov, I'm sending out to everybody, that when we say the words in there's no question we should have him in mind together with all the other Ziknei Amcha and all the other Tzadikim. And I think I said over not so long ago a word that I saw from Revol Yashiv Tzal, that there's an additional phrase over there. It says, Plata Sefrayim means the remnants of the Seifrim, the Seifrim of the scribes. What are the, what's the, what's the Plata Sefrayim? So Rav Yashiv says that there are certain people that they're considered great Talmud Chachamim of the generation. Other people considered Tzadikim of the generation. The Rebbe's Tzadikim, real, real Tzadikim. And these are the people we pray for because in their schus, Klai Yisrael has uh, their hashpa that they give over to Klai Yisrael. But then there's another concept called Plata Sefreya. So they are the people who consider the remnants. They weren't necessarily the big Talmud Chachamim, but they saw the previous generations. Plata Sefreya. They saw those people. And um, every single person that we have in our generation that had a, a connection with the previous generations and, um, and was able to draw forth inspiration and to and to pass on a message, pass on a message, really what it's all about, Rabbi Zay. And, you know, a lot of times we look at ourselves and we say, oh, you know, I'm a young person, what do I know? You know, who am I? But the more you'll learn and the more you're connect with the previous generations, so that creates within yourself a, um, a wellspring of understanding of how we're supposed to live our lives. And these are role models, and if we learn how to live a little bit like those people, then we pass it on to the next generation. You know, we live in a world today which is, 
you know, devoid of respect for what the Gedoli, uh, what, the, what, what the previous generations were all about. And we, Klai Yisrael, Klai Yisrael, we're the nation, ah, the Amanifcher, the chosen nation. Someone sent me a little clip, I gotta tell you. <laughs> a little bit funny clip. There's a camp called Camp Rayim. It's a well-known camp in the, in the Catskills. And uh, my friend, Mati Grunberg, his brother-in-law is, is Rabbi Rosner. He's the head of the camp. And I don't know if this was an official camp activity or not, but they have an African-American worker in the kitchen. And I think his name is Richie. Richie. But you have to hear this. They have a little video t- clip that some of the uh, guys from Rayim put together. And he starts, he sings all the Jewish nagunim. And he... <laughs> He's so funny. And he ends off the list. He says, oh, and I want to tell you, you Jewish kids, you Jewish, you have to know that you are the chosen nation. They start singing. He knows all the different words. Ah, if you see what, 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 a, what a non-Jewish person can, can describe what he sees and what he received from, uh, from being around the environment of the Jewish people. So, we ourselves have to recognize that that's, that's something that's a, such an important, potent piece of our being, our, our essence, our essence. Our essence is what we receive from the previous generations. I just came from a, a l'chaim of a Talmidah of the Rebetzins, who was very, very close, and uh, she's not a youngster. And her husband is maybe 30, 31. I can't remember exactly how old he is. And uh, it's a big simcha. It's a wonderful simcha. So first of all, she said a nice vart I should share with everybody. She said that the beginning of this year, she davened that she should get engaged this year because this year is her 28th year. And uh, the gematria of 28 is uh, kayach. So the Rebbe Hashem should give her kayach. The main thing she said that the, you know, we, we, we're holding the month of Elul. And we started saying the, the special tilim. And we say that the month of Elul is the month of, we say, L'david Hashem, L'david Hashem is our light, Hashem is our salvation. Ayri is Rosh Hashanah, Yishi is Yom Kippurim. We start contemplating what our, um, what our real life should be about. And we try to fix ourselves up during this month to make ourselves a little bit better. And we say a little bit better. For sure, we have so much we can accomplish. But if we make ourselves a little bit better, because Mark is still very happy with us. And we have to realize that. Make yourselves a little bit better. And what do we say? I'm to my beloved. My beloved is to me. The Rebbeinu is our beloved. And our beloved is to us. And the concept is, is that this was the expression that she shared. She said that, were, that she, she was able to find within herself that the concept of loving yourself of loving yourself. A lot of times we lose sight of that. A lot of times we have a very harsh, critical analysis about ourselves. It has to do with a lot of different baggage that sometimes comes with us, upbringing. It could be it's, uh, something that we ourselves created within ourselves, a framework, sometimes from outside forces. And we lose sight of the love, the true love that's within us, the true love that's really surrounding us. And what we have to recognize that this month of Elul is that HaKadosh Baruch loves us. HaKadosh Baruch truly loves us. And when I could, we recognize that HaKadosh Baruch 
truly loves us, and therefore we're reciprocal with the love. We want to repay our Kodesh Baruch Hu, our Kodesh Baruch Hu. And if we count the, every single thing that our Kodesh Baruch Hu does for us, from, uh, from daily activities, from the time we were born, to certain events which took place in our life, and we, we, uh, and we think about them, how much our Kodesh Baruch Hu really loves us. And I just speak about myself as a young boy. As a young boy, I was, uh, I, I was uh, in a situation which I almost left this world. I was, um, it was, a, it was, a, I was a young boy, five, five years old, and I was in a fire. I was in a fire. My older brother literally saved my life. There was a blackout in the city of Baltimore. There was a fire. There was a snowstorm. And my, I was in a pajamas. No, days, pajamas were very, very flammable. And there were candles in the house, and a candle caught on to the, to the, to the, to the, to the pajamas. And I was in, I was in flames. And my older brother, Shabika Zinstark, who I have a lot of a curse to, for more reasons, one, but especially for this reason, the first reason, he, he was only six or seven, seven years old, eight years old. And I was in flames. So what do you do? So he took a broom. And he pushed me from the bedroom through the hallway into the bathtub and, and it put out, put it, took the water out of me. That was the, 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 the chachman that he used. And I ended up being in the hospital for many, many months. And I had skin grafts. And I remember I was, you know, it wasn't a simple thing. There was a lot of pain. It wasn't like skin grafts today. And, um, and the Rebbeinah the Shalom saved my life. The Rebbeinah saved my life. It's a, that's one little mice. One little miser, big miser. And uh, every person has this amount of recognizing HaKadosh Baruch Hu, tremendous love for us. And when it comes to Elul, the last month of the year, the last month of the year, so instead of getting into necessarily the heavy duty avoda of that we have to, for sure, try to fix ourselves up as best as we can, but just to think about how much love HaKadosh Baruch Hu has for us. And what can we do to repay HaKadosh Baruch Hu with that love? There's a, a special activity which the boys of the yeshiva, and they put up big flyers today. I don't know if you saw. Yeah. Yisrael, they put up big flyers. They, there's something in, in, in the month of Elul, there's something which in the Olam yeshivas it's called Palotsus. Palotsus. Palotsus means a Shrek, uh, yeah, like a fear. And in the real yeshivas, they speak about this in a very, very heightened fashion. It comes Elul. Palotsus, Palotsus. First has to think about the Shrek of the Yom Adin. In our level, so now the, the yeshiva is making a special, a special event, which I think is just a great way to look at it. They put up big signs in that Palotsus. And tonight, they're going to have Cholent, and there's going to be a Kishka, and there's going to be a Kumsitz. And also, there's going to be a whole discussion about different topics relating to Elul, questions about the month of Elul and how we look at things. And the idea is that people should think about the questions. And next week, there's going to be a discussion which is going to take place amongst the guys themselves and some of the rabbeim, the younger rabbeim, during night seder. But it's all surrounded around music and cholent. And I'm sure there'll be a few l'chaims over there. And that's also a level of palotsus, of palotsus. Because the truth is, the truth is part of the Shrek it's not just the Shrek that the Rabbanu Shalom is, is, is beyond our description, 
But the love, the Ava that a Kosh has for us, ah, that's also Palatzis. Tremendous love. I saw the Baltic Marshal in a Kutchus over here that a man saw a young boy standing by, a, by, a sea, by the seashore. And uh, he had a little flag. He had a little flag and he was standing by the seashore. So he said, and he saw that his friends were like, not by the seashore, they were like in the, the forest and they were playing. So he said to the little boy, he says, he says, uh, why don't you go play with your friend? What are you staying over here by the seashore? He says, no, 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 I'm waving the flag because one of the ships is going to pass by and the ship is going to see me and the captain of the ship, he's going to wave his flag to me. And I'm waiting, I want, the ship. I want to see the captain wave the ship. So this man said to him, says, listen, I got to be honest with you. First of all, there's no ships. He says, no, there's a ship that's going to come by and it's going to pass by and it's going to, and it's going to, and it's going to be, there's going to be a certain, he's going to see me. He says, listen, I got to be honest with you, kid. You know, you're really short. You're really small. And these ships are so far away. For him to see you, it's like really beyond description. And the boy said, the boy said, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm staying here. There's going to be a person that's going to, there's going to be a ship and it's going to come and it's going to wave the flag. So the man said to the, the man said to the, to the child, I said, listen, I got to be honest with you. Sounds like a very long shot. But far away in the distance, there was a big ship, one of these big like tankers. And the, and the boy said, you see, there's a ship out there, there's a ship out there. So the man said, how could you be so sure that that ship is going to see you? He says, because I know the captain of the ship. Who's the captain of the ship? The captain of the ship is my father. That My father, my father is going to be searching for me. And when he sees me waving the flag back, He's going to be so happy because he's going to say, oh, my son, he sees me and I see him. That's the muscle. The muscle is Rabbi Zayin. The month of Elul. The captain of the ship. The captain of the ship is the Rabbi Shalom. And we're that little boy by the seashore. And it looks like it's a faraway scene. It looks like we're not really connected to HaKadosh Baruch That's the way we are. Sometimes we're like, we live our lives. And we have to live our lives. And sometimes we lose sight of the fact that HaKadosh Baruch is with us 24-7. He's always with us. When it comes to Elul, we have to recognize the captain of the ship. The captain of the ship is out there and he's looking at us. And he, oh, he wants to see us wave the flag. Just wave the flag. Wave the flag means a recognition that we're looking for our father. We're looking for our father. And this is the message that I've been telling a lot of the guys this week in the yeshiva. I told a few young like this, is that... Uh, I said it over the, in, in, the, in the Friday Shemuz as well. I said it over that uh, there was a boy that was in yeshiva many, many years ago. And uh, he just felt estranged. He didn't have any friends and he didn't have real connection with the rabbeim. And he was learning, but the learning really wasn't doing enough for him. He decided, you know what? You know what? I just got to go out and work, get a job, get, you know, find something else to do in life. And uh, he was about to leave. And there was one of the yeshivas of Shmuel Rozovsky who was his Rebbe, heard about that he was about to leave, so he wrote him a letter. And the letter, he said to, to, the, to the boy, he says, listen, I know you're thinking about leaving the yeshiva. I'm not telling you what to do. Your decisions will be your decision. You know, but staying in the yeshiva, not staying in the yeshiva. But I just want to tell you one thing. My home is always open for you, and I'm always here for you 24-7. Whenever you want to come and talk to me, I'm always here for you. And that boy, that Bacha said, that made such an impression upon him, that there's a person person that's really thinking about him. And that made the switch. That made the switch. The letter, the letter, the letter that the Rebbe sent. 
And I said that that's Anila Doidi Vidoidi Lid. Rabbanishim is sending us a letter. Elul is a letter from the Rabbanishalam. The letter is, Rabbanishalam is, I care about you. I care about you. If we realize how Kodesh really cares about us, that's why we have to look at Elul. What can I do to show the Rabbanishalam that I recognize that you really care about? So it's the little things, sometimes the little things. I was looking, learning today with one of the Bakram, uh, a piece from Revolvi. Revolvi says that one of the first things we should try to focus on, if we can, have a little bit more of an attention to what the month of Elo is going to bring in, which is Rosh Hashanah, which we know is accepting HaKadosh Baruch as the Melech of the world. So how can we prepare ourselves in the next few weeks, try to make ourselves a little bit more aware of that HaKadosh Baruch is the one that's the Melech Malchi Amlach HaKadosh Baruch. So where do we find in our daily activities an avenue of connection to Melech Malchi Amlach HaKadosh Baruch So Revolvi writes down, oh, Stephen, I see you got on. Yes, I was learning with Stephen. So he said, it's a Chazar for you, Stephen. Yeah. The place is Kriyashma. Kriyashma is the area where we're Makabal HaMalchashamayim. And for sure, we say Kabbalah Shemash, we say Shema Yisrael. But if we have a little bit more of an attention, a little bit more of an awareness, a little bit more of maybe preparation before I say Krishna, before I get to Krishna, I'm going to accept HaKadosh Baruch Hu as the King of Kings upon myself, not only myself, upon the entire world. And to have more Kavan in the word Shema Yisrael, that we want to not only be for ourselves, look at the world. There are a lot of people out there who unfortunately don't recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu is running the world. You know, the bright lights out there are not singing Hashem Echad, Ushmai Echad. The bright lights are singing, come out into the world, make money, get yourself a Tesla, get yourself a new electric car. You know what I mean? You got, you know, Spotify and Modify and, and Stratify, everything else that's out there. Everything except for the Rabbi Shalom is the Malachi And when we stand up and we say, no, stop for a second. And to really contemplate, before we say Kriyashma, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. And to try to put a little more reflection into it. So that's a way where we can somehow, in a small way, a small way somehow, make ourselves a little bit better. And I saw brought down in, uh, in a safer, I was learning of someone also, that we see that um, we say the Kriyashma the first Mishnah in Masech the Brachas is what? Is the Me'emesai Karnas Kriyashma Ba'arvis. And the Gemara already discusses why do we speak about the Kriyashma Shal'arvis? Why do we speak about the Kriyashma of Shachris first? And the Gemara says a few answers. One answer is because it says, when you go to sleep and you wake up. So well, that's already nighttime. So night we speak about the nighttime and then we speak about the morning time. But the question begs to be asked so why is it? that we only speak about, why, we, why does the Torah speak about the nighttime as being the time when you should reflect upon Kriyashma? Speak about the morning. When you wake up in the morning, you say Kriyashma. The answer is that this world is really a world of chayshech. It's a world of, it's a world of darkness. We don't see HaKadosh Baruch Hu as clearly as we should see. And still HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us. And that's what we first statement we have to explain is no matter where we are in life, is Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem In the midst of the darkness, 
And if we do that in the midst of the darkness, when we go to sleep, when things aren't so clear, then when we wake up in the morning, we're able to see things a lot more clear. You know, there's a young boy here in this building who I mentioned, uh, needs a ref- big refuah, Yonason Simcha ben Leia Rivka, 19-year-old neighbor of ours, whose son is in critical condition and also should be a refuah and a Yeshua for him. And, um, you know, we're davening for him. Young boy, young boy, we hope the Mitzvah Shem should have a complete recovery. And they say it's not COVID, but he's, in a, he's, a, he's on a respirator and we hope he's going to get out of it. But I heard that his sister came and he already, he showed recognition of who she is. She came from the States. We live in a world where there's a lot of darkness, a lot of darkness, but there's light at the end of the darkness. And the Rabbi Shalom is with us in the darkness and he's with us in the light. And when we recognize Shema Yisrael Hashem Al-Kenjim, and we try to reflect upon it and try to pick ourselves up and to make ourselves more aware of the Rabbanu Malchus in the world, then the Rabbanu Malchus is in the world. You know, we have to speak about what goes on uh, in, the, in the non-Jewish world because there's so much we see how false it is. Such a false, it's such a sheker. And we take a look at any element of our lives which relates and is just the whole surrounding, the surrounding of the world of Emes, of Emes, Rabbi Sai. And, and the more we relate to Emes, the more we, we, we speak about Emes, the more we are, get excited about Emes. And that's what Torah is all about. You know, the first thing is, is the first avenue that we have is to be Mechazek results in Torah as best as we can. And the Torah is Emes. Torah is Emes. Because Rocha gave us Emes. Emes is Aleph, Mem, Tav. Everyone speaks about it. The Aleph is the first letter. Mem is the middle letter. Tav is the last letter. Everything is equal distance. Everything stands. There's a tripod in front of me over here. The tripod has three legs and it can stand. Sheker ain't la raglayim. Sheker doesn't have raglayim. Sheker shin kufresh. It's all bunched together. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff there. But it can't stand. At the end of the day, it doesn't stand. And I think if we take a look, we reflect upon everything that's going on. I was speaking to one of the Ner Yaakov Talmidim today. We were speaking about the uptick in, uh, you know, here in Israel and throughout the world, the Delta variant. And I know everyone doesn't, we've had enough of it. We want to be over it. We want to forget it. We wish it was gone already. But for some reason, it's not gone. It's not gone. <clears throat> now, is it as bad? There's so many different, <laughs> you know, people talking and everything else. I don't want to be just another talking head to speak about. All I know is one thing. The Rabbanus have brought this into the world, okay? And we hope and we pray that the Rabbanus is going to take it away. The only one that's going to take it away, Rabbi Sai, is the Rabbanus. Sure, we have to do the status. And the status becomes so, like, um, opaque. Opaque means it's like, we don't really know, if it's no clarity. You know, should I put on the mask, not put on the mask? Should I take a vaccine? Should I not take a vaccine? Uh, took a vaccine, didn't take a vaccine. Everything is so like unclear what should be. I myself took the third vaccine. Here in Israel, they're giving it out to the over 60s. Now they want to give it out to people over 40. And uh, the Rabbanim is saying you should take it. Um, I truly believe that we have to be Mishtado for sure. But if we're not going to turn to the Rabbanu who's the source of all the emes, and we're not going to be able to reflect upon 
the emes that he has brought into our lives and how we can bring it in not only to our lives, but share it with others. I think that's such an important thing. I think that's the final thing I would like to bring out. We spoke about, you know, the love that HaKadosh Baruch Hu really is showing us and how we should show love back to him. We spoke about the practical application of what? Of Kriyashma and how Kriyashma is bringing HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Malchus into our world and into the world of surrounding us. And the last thing is, that how can I share this with another person? How can I share it with another part of my surroundings? Don't necessarily have to be a Rosh Hashiva. I don't necessarily have to be a person that's married. Just meeting another person in the street and just being a good person and, and him seeing you and looking at you and saying, oh, Shalom Asani Goy, you know? This person's not a guy. This person has values. This person is someone that I can respect. This is a person that I can trust. This is a person that's honest. And I think that's the point. Because Barbara was asking us, hey, are you standing up for the world of Venice? Are we standing up for the world of Venice? And we, we do stand up for the world of Venice. But how much more Emmas could we could we could we do? After I, I have to speak a story, because I don't speak a story, it's like, you know, wow. I mean, live without a story, it's like it's like chomp without uh, without meat. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like chomp without meat. You know, I was very, very close to Rav Shach, and um, uh, this I write I write this story in the book, but I think it's just a great story. Really, it's a great story. So, a great story is always a great way to end the Zoom shmuz, and it's just it shows a lot about a person. Rav Shach, besides being such a great super Talmud Chacham, and he wrote Sfarim, and he was a Rashiva, gave Shurim, and he was a tzaddik, and everything else. But uh, he really cared about everybody. I know myself how much he cared about little Ner Yaakov Yeshiva. He was very, very much instrumental in its formation and he cared about it and everything else. But I said over the story that um, Rav Shach uh, had a relationship with a great Hamachacham named Rav Chaim Walken. Chaim Walken is a contemporary of myself. He's older than I am. He's one of the great mashkichim here in Israel today. He's a mashkich in a terrorist Israel. And he learned in the Mir Yeshiva in my day. I was a bacher. He was a younger man. The Tkufa, I was very, very close with him. And eventually, he became a Rebbe in Eishat Torah. He was a Rebbe in Eishat Torah. And he was very, very popular in Eishat Torah. And at one point, Eishat Torah had decided that they were going to build a, um, a branch in a place called Tekoa. And uh, Mala Amos, which today is a is a, a settlement in the West Bank, Mala Amos, and they wanted Rabbi Walken in those days to be the head of the yeshiva, and he was going to be the rav of the community. It was a brand new place in those days. It was in between uh, the seventy three war and what took place afterwards. And um, at that point, the Arabs in the West Bank weren't the way they are today, which you know, they, uh, they were docile. The Israeli government, the Israeli army was very, very powerful, still post the 67 war, and they weren't terrorist attacks the way they are today. And Arik uh, Sharon was then the minister of, uh, of Biniya, I think, or whatever it was, and he wanted very much to build up the West Bank, and they gave money, and they gave uh, infrastructure, and they gave, they wanted to move. So Eishat Torah had a yeshiva, they had Talmudim, they figured they'll move them out. Now, Rabbi Walken was an American-born yeshiva product, Rebbe in the in Torah. 
wasn't so aware of all the politics, but he knew that before you make a decision about going to the West Bank, you have to go to Rav Shach. So he went to Rav Shach, and he told him everything about the opportunity. And Rav Shach, and he told him, he said, you know, he was getting a salary in Asia Third. He was going to be the Rav, be the Rav And Rav Shach told him, ah, I'm good to Zach. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. So Rav Walker was very, very happy. He said, it's a good opportunity. And he left the meeting, and he called up the people that were involved. And he said, Rav Shach said, I could take the job. You know, Rav Shach went through all the different details. He told him, it's a good job. It's a good job, good opportunity. And then he went back to Yerushalayim, and when he got back to his house, he lived in an apartment in Ezra's Torah. When he got back to the apartment, Rav Shach, um, he gets a phone call. Like 20 minutes after he got back to the apartment, he gets a phone call from Rav Shach's secretary, Rav Rafi Wolf. And he says, listen, I know you were just by Rav Shach, and Rav Shach told me, the next time you come to Bnei Brak, come see him again. So it was like a little strange. He said, I was just by Rav Shach, you know, why didn't we make this phone call? So he says, if Rav Shach said that, he probably wants me to come see him. So he says, yeah, but he didn't say you should come right away. Whenever you want to come, come. So Rav Chaim Walker was a Balkishman. He jumped into a taxi and he went straight back to Bnei Brak and he came into Rav Shach's house. And he said, Rebbe, I'm back. Now, Rav Chaim Walker learned in the Mir Yeshiva. It's a Talmud from Rav Chaim Shmulevitz. It could be Rav Chaim Shmulevitz already had passed away at the time. It could be. And uh, Rav Shach, he knew, but it wasn't like he was Rebbe Muvuk. So he goes, tells Rav Shach, he says, Rebbe, what do you want? So Rav Shach said to him, listen, you know, I gave you a piece of advice. And then after you left, I started saying to myself, Rav Shach said, I said to myself, you know what? My own Talmudim, I tell them not to go to the West Bank. Because you don't know what the political situation is going to be. America might change their minds. They might try to make a peace plan. And my own Talmudim, I tell you, it's not worthwhile to go to the West Bank. So... But for you, it's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity. So Chaim Walken says to Rav Shach, I'm a Talmud. I'm a Talmud of yours. So Rav Shach said, you're a Talmud of mine? She says, yeah. He says, if you're a Talmud of mine, I tell you, don't go. Don't go. Don't go. The Kachav Yermai, so Chaim Walken decided at that time, he went outside, he called all the people, and he said, listen, Rav Shach said to me, I'm his Talmud, I shouldn't be going to the West Bank. And he left that opportunity, went back to being a Rebbe in Asia Torah. He made a salary, whatever it was. It wasn't a big salary. It was a Rebbe's salary in those days. Anyway, a few weeks later, there's a knock on the door. And there's a Kolo guy from Bnei Brak, one of these, you know, Bnei Brak-looking Jews. And he turns to Chaim Walken, and he says, I have an envelope, and he gives him an envelope. Who's the envelope from? Eh, Rav Shach gave it to me to give you. Shach gave you an envelope to give me? He says, yeah. And he takes the envelope, he opens it up, and inside he finds a $100 bill. He finds a $100 bill. A little bit surprised. He said, what's this all about? I have no idea. I'm just a shliach. So he picks up the phone, he calls Rav Shach's secretary. He says, what's this all about? He says, listen, Rav Shach, when you came to him, he gave you a piece of advice which would have been an uh, upgrade in what you've been doing in life and everything else. It would have parnosa. And Rav Shach feels he, he took away a shtickle from your matzav. And this is not tzedakah money. It's not money. It's Rav Shach's own personal money. Rav Shach wanted to give you a little bit like a, we call it a, a, a chuper, uh, you know, like a bakshish or something. What's to give you something? He says, I feel very strange. He said, Rav Shach refuses. You must keep the money. Okay. A month later, knock on the door. 
Same Kolo guy, another envelope, another hundred dollars. Next month, another hundred dollars. Rabbi said for four years, Rav Shach would send him a hundred dollars a month, twelve hundred dollars a year. Make the cheshbon. Rav Shach's own personal money. Why? Because Rav Shach said, I did, gave you a piece of advice. You might have had a better opportunity. You're my Talmud. I'm with you all the way. Only when Rav, Rav, Rav Chaim Walken became the Mashkiach and Rav Shach knew that already he was in a better matzah, then Rav Shach stopped giving him the money. Rabbi said, this is G'daylam. G'daylam emes. They care about the other person to such a degree that they're willing to take the money out of their pocket to give it to the other person. <laughs> Rabbi said, such a gavalvig, gavalvig, Emes. Let's care about the Jewish people. That's another avenue. Care about the Jewish people. Doesn't necessarily have to be monetarily. Make another person feel good about Yiddishkeit. Make another person feel and when we recognize that Kaddish Baruch is with us and we're with Kaddish Baruch and there's no greater entity in the world that loves us like Hashem and we love Hashem in return, that's the way we can go into the month of now. I want to give a bracha to everybody. It should be a wonderful Shabbos. Ah, great opportunity and I hope that there's a little bit more light over here. I want to thank Yisrael very much and Josh for giving us this opportunity. We should be zaychem yitzhashem to the gula shleim of the hair of Yameinu Amen. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it would be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.